Jackson. Zach, uh, before we get into this. Yes. I really feel like the Snyder Cut is not the Snyder Cut anymore, and that they're just making a mini series that's going to wrap up the Snyderverse. And the idea that it's his original conception of Justice League is just out the window. Like they're using footage that he shot for Justice League, mm-hmm. but there's going to just be so much more shit in it that wasn't the original Justice League that it's like its own thing now. And then it just reboots itself? No, I just think that's how they're using it to like wrap it all up. Ah. That's probably fair. That's why, like, the Joker's in it all of a sudden. And Joker, yep, he's totally in it. Shit. They're talking about how they're trying to get Margot Robbie. But Superman's not coming back for new scenes, so... No, but, like, that doesn't have to... They, maybe they yeah. can do it without Superman. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Maybe they just expand on when he's dead. Yeah. He's actually dead for a decent amount of time now. Yeah. Instead of, like, a week. Yeah, but I just feel like they're taking the opportunity to, like, really wrap it all up. We're going to actually see Affleck and Leto share a scene together. Yeah, that'll be fun. Which is going to provide some closure. It's also going to like really drive home that this Batman and Joker combination doesn't makes work. No fucking sense. Yeah, no, yeah. It also yeah makes no sense. Doesn't really work. If Batman just kills randos he encounters, why is the Joker still alive? Exactly. Everybody, huh? What no? is it? No, nobody. And why did he just kill so. all of his villains? Right. <laughs> you just... know, like uh, like uh, the Bruce Wayne and that stupid Crisis on Infinite Earths. Oh jeez. Maybe that's where he got the inspiration from. <laughs> They're like, what if Batman sucked? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Snyder Cut's going to be really weird. Everybody's coming back. Well, apparently we're in it. We just didn't know it yet. Yeah. Right, it'll be announced in a week. Cut to two guys. We're like, this sucks. <laughs> worse. This is trash. Uh, all right, but that's not what we're talking about today. No, no, I'm very excited for this. Um, I had an epiphany. Yeah. And the epiphany was, we're close to Halloween. And this year's Halloween is going to be different, obviously. There's going to be a lot of people who are choosing to maybe just stay home and mm-hmm. uh, hang out. Yeah. Um, maybe that's not different. Maybe that's how you always spend Halloween. True. God maybe that's you. how you... Yeah. Whatever you're doing. But there's going to be more people probably choosing that stay home, have probably a Halloween movie night. Yes. And so I thought, why don't I turn to my Halloween expert, Jackson? It's yes. you. Yes. Uh, and... I am a druid. Yes, and then you come up with a list, a quintessential list of Halloween movies. Now, it's not all slashers. It's No, slashers are not my favorite no. genre by a um, long shot. Yes, but it's going to be just move the perfect Halloween movie night playlist. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited. Got it. So Okay, so I have a lot of ins and outs to get through, but I'm going to put this at the very top. Okay. If you have limited, like we're... Like, limited time, limited means. Mm-hmm. I think there are two penultimate Halloween, like, to watch on Halloween night. Not to build up to Halloween or not just to enjoy in Halloween spooky season. Yeah, this on is... On Halloween night. Yep. The original Halloween. Yep. 1978, which we've spoken about at length in another podcast. Mm-hmm. And a movie that came out in 2009 called Trick or Treat. Ah, yes. I think that movie is, like, sublime. Like, you watch that movie and you feel like you've just lived Halloween. Mm. It's perfect. It's fantastic. That makes sense. Uh, Michael Doherty wrote and directed it. He was the guy who wrote X-Men 2, or co-wrote X-Men 2. Okay. Uh, and he just made, wrote and directed Godzilla King of the Monsters that came out last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, Which was, like, I guess, like, mediocrely received, but I thought it was fucking great. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. It's a real, like, they really fucking perfectly capture those, like, mid-era Godzilla movies where there's, like... Oh, shit, okay. So, like, yeah, it has, like, like a bunch of monsters in it and crazy vehicles for some reason, but like... they make it all work in like a modern context. It's really smart. Oh. Like, if, if you went to see that movie and you're like, this is bad, I feel like you never liked Godzilla to begin with, or you, you just didn't know what Godzilla was. Yeah, you just don't know. You just, like, I don't know what they expect, honestly. Yeah, it's awesome. I loved it. There's only so much you could do with a giant lizard. Like, it's not going to have a lot of depth. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's kind of a monster movie. So. It is a monster. It That's is what literally I mean. a monster. Yeah. So like of course it makes sense to just have fun with it. Yeah. Well it's just it's just yeah, it's really good. Yeah. So Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check that out. I mean to... Have you ever seen Trick or Treat? Trick or Treat I have. Okay. I'm talking about Godzilla. Okay. Got I haven't seen the new Godzilla, so It's fun. Yeah. It's really I'll have fun. to check it out. But um, I have tr- I have seen Trick or Treat. Yeah. So it's it, been a minute. It's a little bit of an anthology, but all the stories are kinda connected and there's interweaving characters. Mm. Uh, but it's all set on a Halloween night. Which is perfect. Uh huh. That those are two that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's for like the quick, I guess the quick movie night. Yeah, that is the quick movie night. Yeah, you got um, for just a few. So outside of that, um, removing those, setting those by themselves, I have like a top five that don't count those. Perfect. All okay. Right? 
I like this. Um, so we'll we'll just go back and forth. You can get get at me with your hot takes. <laughs> I don't know if I'll have any, but I, I'll be here. I'll be here ready. Um, so number one, just for some slasher representation, mm-hmm. uh, it's got to be Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three: The Dream Warriors. Oh boy, what's <laughs> your favorite? Which is the best. <laughs> Objectively, the best Nightmare on Elm Street movie. <laughs> it is. I I finally took. I thought about that for a long time, and I get why. It's because it fully leans into what Freddy can be. Yes, it's also the best written mm. by far. It has the best, like, teen actors in it. Quote unquote. Um, it's the coolest concept. The original Nightmare on Elm Street is like a good idea, mm-hmm. but it's not that good. Yeah, it's just setting the it's setting the groundwork. <laughs> what makes it a classic is it's such a good idea. This yes. like a guy who kills you in your dreams. Mm-hmm. But they take that to its fullest extent in the Dream Warriors. Yes. That movie is so much fun. It made Freddy like the Freddy that we know him as. That's Freddy as he is presented in that movie. Yes, he's like, very he, serious in the first one. Yeah, he's he's much more serious. There's moments where he's like mocking them or like when he's cutting his fingers off when he's talking to uh oh, yeah, yeah, Tina yeah. and shit like that. But like Freddy in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 is the Freddy that we all love. Mm-hmm. Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> is he pulling to the TV? He turns into the TV. Oh, that's right. He falls on her. And grabs her and pulls her into the screen. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. It's awesome. Yeah. It's also got Lawrence Fishburne in it. It does. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. It also has Nancy coming back. Yep. As a like a dream expert, like she went to school and um, became a psychologist that specializes in dream therapy. Which is interesting. Which is awesome. Yep. Yep. Oh boy. It's even got a fun bit where they fight a stop motion animated skeleton. That's right. <laughs> this movie is wild. It's got the it's the best. It's very eighties too. And it's got the song Dream Warriors <laughs> by Dawkins. <laughs> what a wild Dream first movie. Dream Warriors. <laughs> you are setting the tone pretty hard with this first movie. Yeah. First movie Always of the night. about fun. Yeah. You gotta enjoy it. Exactly. You don't need to be spooked and sad. Mm-hmm. But speaking of uh, spooked... And sad. And sad. Kind of sad. <laughs> we'll follow that up with, I think, one of the scariest movies ever made, because it makes the supernatural feel, like, starkly real. Okay. And I'm going to go with The Exorcist. Ah, uh, yes. We just watched this just uh, just recently. Mm-hmm. Watch the director's cut, though. Don't watch the director's cut. I like the director's cut. Did you? Yeah. I, th- I thought I, I dragged the director's too much. Cut. Interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of statues. Yeah. Yeah. But I just feel... I feel like The Exorcist... Because William Friedkin was like primarily a documentarian before he yes. became more of a narrative filmmaker, um, it just feels really real. Kind of like we're it's a documentary almost. Yeah, and the reactions to everything are like every character in the movie is coming at it as like, well, obviously it's this mm-hmm. because like the devil's not real. Yeah. Or like you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> they keep whittling away to find something. And the horror of it is not in, like, the horror elements of, like, her scary face and her head spinning around and stuff like that. But it's this idea of, like, she, the, you're locked in the house with your daughter, but it's not your daughter. And, like, what's happening? Yeah. And is she going to be okay? I feel like it's, like, if you're a parent, it's, like, a terrifying concept. Exactly. Like, you're just watching her slowly slip into, like, just whatever this is. Yeah. And no, no, nobody can actually pin it down, and everybody has just theories. And and the makeup is spectacular. The makeup is amazing. It still holds up, like, perfectly. Mm. Yeah. Like, all of her... The only thing that... The only thing that's strange, but, like, it still works, is just her, like, her vomit. It's just basically just, like, pea soup. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but... It's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, but it's it's fine, because it's, it's still, like, just... Mm-hmm. It works. It was the movie that scared me the most when I was a kid. Like, I was, like, haunted by this movie. I thought it was terrifying. And the fact he keeps splicing that face in for just about a frame and a half. Yeah, the Pazuzu face? Mm Mm-hmm. Just enough. And, like, I was telling, uh, because we watched with Ashley, and I was telling them, like, it's so much easier to spot now, because we have it digitally and DVD. Yeah. But when it was back, like, on film, like, that blended so, like, perfect. Yeah, there's also, I think, more of it in the director's cut. Yes, he has three scenes. Yeah. Um... The other thing the the director's cut adds back that's not in the theatrical cut is the spider walk scene. Yeah. Which I really love. That's true. I do. I did like that spider walk scene. Um, it, it breaks the kind of thematic element of the evil being centralized in the bedroom. Yes. Of her like coming down the stairs, but it's oh. such like a fucked up. Sorry. Did it stop recording? No, no, we're oh. good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> no, just it was the uh, 
text notification came okay. through and it spooked me because I thought it didn't mess it up, but we're but, fine. But it's such a fucked up moment. And it's actually, I don't know if you've ever read the book, The Exorcist, that the movie's based on. You know, I didn't. I think I have it. I think I've been meaning to. Ow. But, um, the book's pretty good, and it goes a lot farther in some stuff. That's cool. And there's a part in the book that I always wish they could have dramatized in the movie, but it would have just been somebody telling you something, so it's probably not so good. But it starts with, um, you know, the movie starts and you see the statue and it's been, of uh, Mary, and it's been... Uh, oh, yes. It's been uh, de- like kind of defaced, defaced or whatever. They go, like way further in the book where like that happens and somebody's replaced like the pam- the hymnal pamphlets with um just like obscenities but it's in perfect latin oh that's fun describing like a really lurid sexual encounter with like the virgin mary or something <laughs> like that so like that happened and that's like part of why the detective is convinced that it's this like weird cult or something like that and this movie is um there's some things I forgot. I forgot just how blunt it is when she's possessed. Yeah. Like, it is... She grabs a crucifix and stabs herself Yeah. in the in the cooter, all yeah. up in the cooch. And, and says, let Jesus fuck you. Yeah. And I forgot just how... Well, it's just in your face. Yeah. Literally, because she grabs the mom and puts her face in her Then pussy. she grabs her mother, yep, and puts the mom's face in there. Like me. <laughs> Nuts. But it... Yeah. It's crazy. It goes from, like... It literally goes from zero to a hundred. Yeah. And that's, like, part of its charm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And there's, this, like, Max von Sydow is fantastic in it. And uh, his old age makeup is so good mm-hmm. that I just assumed that he was that age when they made this movie. And I was like, how fucking old is Max von Sydow? He's got to be, like, 150 <laughs> years old. But he was, like, 40. Yeah. <laughs> they made this. <laughs> the one, now that it's all, like, super high def and stuff, you can see yeah, you where can the makeup... you see it a little bit more. But, but um, it's still really good. Yeah, it's still really good. So, that's a great... Man... We're starting them off kind of silly, a little spooky, a little fun, and we're just dropping it real quick. Yeah, I've got real eclectic taste. Yes. Um, so I imagine it's a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I'm going to take you even deeper. Oh, boy. Uh, there's a movie from 1981 with George C. Scott called The Changeling. The Changeling. It's one of the best haunted house movies Interesting. ever made. So George C. Scott is a music professor. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the movie, his wife and child die in a car accident. Um Basically, like, their car, I think they get a flat, and he pulls to the side of the road, and he runs over to, there's, like, a phone booth right there, which is like, oh, that's convenient. And they're waiting in the car because it's snowing outside, and he's in the phone booth, and he sees a truck just lose control and plow into their car. Oh, shit. While he's, like, just looking right at them. Oh, my God. That's the opening scene of the movie. Damn. After that, it's like he's. I think I've seen that opening scene like he, somewhere. He goes to this new uh, university where he's going to be the music professor, and they put him in a house on campus, and it's this old creepy house. Of course. And it's haunted by the ghost of a child. Oh no. And um, I don't know if you've ever seen or noticed this trope in uh, haunted house movies where like a ball rolls down the stairs. That's what this. this that's from this movie. This, it They're all taking it. it from this movie. Interesting, because it's a kid. And it's terrifying it's a terrifying moment it's so innocuous Hmm. um but basically the movie becomes about him solving the murder of this child to put the spirit at rest and it becomes this whole like political conspiracy damn really interesting it's a really good movie and like really scary i have to check that out it's great okay i'm yeah i'm probably gonna watch that um and then the name changeling don't watch the angelina jolie movie by mistake Okay, keep that in mind. That's for people listening, not the Angelina Jolie one. This movie's sure from 1981. Yes, make sure it's from 81. The title Changeling refers to the kind of folk tale where people thought that their babies would be replaced by, mm-hmm. like, fairy babies. Okay. Um, and it's really interesting. It all comes from, like, people would notice, like, their kids acting really differently and really strange. They'd be like, that's not my baby. And then they do, like, horrible things, kind of like the witch trials. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. B- but what it turns out, I, I read an article about this. <laughs> And the age of the baby is like when children start to show signs of autism. Gotcha. So, so just, that's what it was. Kids are just autistic. Mm-hmm. Man, that's fucked up. It's really <laughs> fucked up. And society is not improved because that's what also anti-vaxxers come from. It's true. Because the age where children start to show signs of autism is the age you get your immunization shots. Yes. And people are like, oh, the shot, the vaccines did it. Obviously. Totally not just something that happens pretty much naturally. Yes. So, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. We have not improved from, like, the 1400s no. well, as a society. No, not at all. We just do it in different We're fashions. We're no smarter. Yeah. We just do it in different ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so we go... So far, we're at Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Mm-hmm. And then we have The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. And now the chain, Chainling? Changeling. Changeling. 
Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where we go next. <laughs> this is all like so fun. Like the it is a roller coaster. I'm gonna bring you right back up to Blade Two. Ah uh, yes. It's much more of an action horror movie. Very much so. But it's, it's vampires. Guillermo del Toro just giving it to you. Yep. Yep. It's got vampires. It's got super vampires that feed on vampires. It's exactly. got Wesley Snipes. And that's all you really need. Mm-hmm. And Ron Perlman. And Ron Perlman. A Jewish Young. actor playing a white supremacist <laughs> vampire. Akko Taco. Which is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we, yep, you are straight up sending them on a wild ride. Mm hmm. Because Blade 2 is just Blade, but just. Blade 2 is. The first two Blade movies are spectacular. Oh, they're amazing. If you've never seen Blade and Blade 2, watch them. Mm -hmm. uh, do not watch Blade 3 under any circumstances. No, ever, 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 ever. God. It hurts. Triple H is in Blade 3. Ryan Reynolds auditioning for Deadpool's in Blade 3. For real! <laughs> Jessica Biel, though. Jessica Biel. Poor Jessica Biel. She always gets thrown in those movies. She's been on that Showtime show that people really like, but I've never seen it. Okay, they're good for her. It's called. Um, but yeah. Okay, so. that's fun. Blade 2 is fun. That's a, just a... It's a movie that can be on the background. You don't have to pay attention as much. Yes. You, know, you get a time to kind of reset your brain. That's fun. Okay, I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrapping it up, mm -hmm. Candyman. Candyman. That's a good choice, too. Candyman's a really fucking scary I one. I have Candyman. Candyman in a long time. It's a, it's a fantastic movie with a Philip Glass score. Um, it's almost like, it was like, you know, we have this, like, elevated horror thing going on now with, like, The Witch and Hereditary. Yes. Um, it was, like, the first sort of like it's a slasher movie but it's like an art slasher movie an art, I do remember it an being art like, house slasher movie yeah i do remember it almost being like an underground kind of hit but it's really interesting because it delves in the whole idea of like urban legends and what they are mm -hmm. and I ideas and them like how powerful they are and there's also all this stuff about like class struggles and um it's based on a clive barker short story mm -hmm. but they transpose it to Chicago, and then they set it in Cabrini Green, which is like this projects. Oh yeah, it's like really famous um, projects in Chicago that I don't think exists anymore. I think it's been turned into like something else. Yeah, <laughs> a mall, <laughs> or just like housing. Yeah, different housing. Different housing. housing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, Candyman. That came out in like what? Two thousand. You said two thousand nine. When did Candyman come out? Candyman came out in like ninety two. Ninety two. What am yeah. I thinking of in two thousand nine? Uh, I said Trick or Treat came out in 2009. Maybe that was it. Even though it was made in like 2006. That's right, it was. It just like couldn't get a release. And then I think because Brian Singer produced it um, and they were punishing Brian Singer for Superman Returns. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't for what he deserved to be punished for. But <laughs> no, <laughs> not nobody that cared yet. yet. People didn't care about that stuff yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Candyman, yeah, that's a fun... Who is in Candyman? I think somebody... Tony like... Todd is the Candyman. Virginia Madsen is the main character. Candyman. Her shitty husband is the uh, the foster dad from Terminator 2 that gets the knife in his mouth while he's drinking milk. <laughs> I forgot about that scene. Yeah, Tony Todd, that's it. Mm -hmm. Who goes on to play Death in Final Destination. Is he Death? He's Death. He's like the guy they talk to who knows about Death. He, they just turn him into Death. Oh, for real? Yeah. He like literally gets like recast like in the fourth one or something, and he just becomes Death. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Good for Tony. So there he's like, oh, it's here all along. He's also in The Crow, which is also one of my favorite Halloween movies, but I didn't put it on that list. Quick detour. How do you feel about Jeepers Creepers? I like the first Jeepers Creepers. Uh, before we get into it, Jeepers Creepers, you know, the, the filmmaker is a convicted yes, sex offender very and pedophile. Much. It's really bad, but it is still a, it's just a movie that became a classic. Would you call Jeepers Creepers a classic? I think it's a classic for probably... <laughs> people around my age okay i mean it, i saw jeepers creepers in the theater i really like it yeah i think it's fun i'm one of the few people that's not turned off by the turn that it takes oh i think most people have seen jeepers creepers you probably spoil it yeah okay so jeepers creepers um i really like it's about a brother and sister who are road tripping home from college yep they run afoul of like a big creepy truck that turns out to be driven by like some kind of monster <laughs> demon man it's very strange yeah, yeah. And I love that. I love when they run them over and the wings pop out, and you're like, mm. oh, what the fuck's going on here? Yep. Um, but, le like, the criticism that's always tossed at it that, like, you can't argue with is, like, what? He, like, ha he drives a truck, and he's, like, he got a he's got a personalized license plate? Like, he went to the DMV? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Like he stood in line for four hours just looking like that. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make any fucking sense. And then it's got sequels to it that are fucking terrible. Yeah, sequels are real bad. But the first one just has this weird... Yeah, it's fun. ...charm to it. Justin Long mm-hmm. gets his face removed. Yeah. <laughs> gets his eyeballs stolen. Yep. That uh, that was the one of the few things that was just like, oh yeah, you know this guy you kind of grown to like, like he's just dead. Yeah. And we move on. It's a pretty good ending. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Um, yeah. Anyways, the, we just watched it the other day. We actually didn't finish it because mm. it was a little slower than I thought and we got tired. But mm. yeah, and then like, and I was reading about the director. I'm like, well, I yeah. just feel it sucks, man. Sometimes people make art. He also those... made Powder, the movie Powder. What is Powder? Powder's a movie about a uh, like a woman gets struck by lightning while she's giving birth. Or while she's pregnant, and then it, like, puts her into emergency mm-hmm. labor. Um, and the baby's born, and he's, like, has no hair, and his skin is, like, stark white. And he's got, like, powers, kind of. He's got lightning powers? It's really stupid. <laughs> it's about how people judge him based on the way he looks. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, so the list is actually pretty dope. I think this yeah, is a fun list. Is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Don't make me regret this. <laughs> I can <laughs> still not just air this episode. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we start off with uh, uh, the third Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. So you're just you're giving them the the drop, basically the roller coaster drop. I feel like. Yeah, the TLDR. Yeah, right out of the gate. We start the cl- slow climb back up for another drop by watching um, The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you give. I already forgot your list. The okay, Changeling. Changeling. I need to watch the Changeling. You do. How have I not watched this? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> you didn't have a similar late teens, early 20s as I did, where I, I just like, oh, well, I'm going to watch everything. <laughs> Can I get my hands on it? I, I have it. Yeah. I watched a lot of, I'm like a good expert for like the cheesy action, like that 80s to 90s action scene. Mm-hmm. Like I know that scene like the back of my hand. Yeah. Because that's what my dad had a lot of growing up. Yeah. So. You're a big Glimmer Man fan? <laughs> Like Running Man. I love Running Man. That's probably like one of my like Like everybody's like, Oh yeah, like you know, like generic answers terminator too, but like if you go deep Arnold, like I love Running Man. I think my favorite Arnold if you take Terminator out of the equation You have to. It's too perfect. Like would be Predator, but I'll take that out as well just to like stay in the like hard action thing. Mm-hmm. And it's gotta be Commando. Commando's fun. Commando's ridiculous. <laughs> Remember when I said I'd kill you last? I lied. And then he does the weirdest <laughs> yell I've ever heard as he falls to his death. My favorite part of that... Okay. So my buddy Eric and I um, will watch Trash for fun all the time. But um, there's a bit in Commando after he takes Ray Don Chong like, kind of hostage. Yeah. Like, he meets her at the mall and he's like, you're going to help me. <laughs> um, and he gets in her car and he tears the seat out. <laughs> So, so, he he can, so he can sit in the car, and I guess so they won't see him, but we had this long bit going that's so fucking stupid. It was like, oh, he just looks small, and the people would be like, oh, now they won't know it's me. They will just think I'm a muscular child. <laughs> it's insane. And we're like, oh, it's just some woman and her muscular child. We don't need to be concerned. <laughs> and he's driving. <laughs> No, he's in the passenger seat. Oh, is he in the passenger seat? Yeah. I thought he was driving. No, he just rips the seat out of the car. <laughs> and I just love, like, th- throughout Arnold's 80s career, whenever he's playing a human being, they're like, well, he has superhuman strength, because look how buff he is. So Obviously. He, like, he picks up, like, a phone booth while a man is inside and <laughs> throws it off the side of the railing in that mall. <laughs> and he's, like, fighting, like, 20 mall cops <laughs> and shit. It's so wild. Playing John Matrix. (laughs) Uh, Arnold has such a fun just movie. I fucking love Arnold. Career. And I will not apologize. No. He just had another uh, aortal bypass surgery. He's fine. Okay, good. Good news, everybody. That's it. Mm -hmm. He's making it through. Did you see that video he made where he was, um, it was a few years ago after that, um, you know, the Tiki Torch Nazis? Oh, yeah. And he was talking to President Trump about how to respond to it correctly. Yes. But he has that whole thing about how 
he's like, I knew the real Nazis. I was born in 1946 in Austria, and I grew up surrounded by broken men, mm-hmm. like all that shit. I was like, fuck, this guy's so fucking dope. <laughs> but he also had the whole thing. He's like, these men you idolize will lose us. <laughs> and now they are resting in hell. <laughs> he's very intense. And I was like, yeah! <laughs> Oh, See you at the party, Richter! <laughs> and he was governor, too. Total recall. And he was, like, a better governor that he was given credit for. He did some, like, pretty good things for California. Yeah. Yeah, he's good to lush because he's Republican. But, and also, it, I told you about his uh, portrait. Yeah. But now the Republicans don't like him because he's not, like, a... Yeah, he's going against them. He's not a Tea Party Republican. Yeah, he's going against them, like, left and right. Yeah. Vocally, very publicly. Yeah. So it's very funny. Good for you, Arnold. That's it. Um, that was a big detour from Halloween movies. Well, uh, we can talk about End of Days. Oh. <laughs> Which is ostensibly an Arnold Halloween movie. End of Days. If you have time for a sixth movie, End of <laughs> Don't, Don't watch End of Days. End of Days is so just... It's the worst. Awkward. Gabriel Byrne is Satan. It's just awkward. Do you have a list? Did you of make ho- a list for this? For of Halloween movies? My list is too boring. My list, you, give me your list. My list is like... So, like, growing up... Okay, man, this is intense now. Because I have, like, a lot of slashers. Because I, That's like... That's fine. Yeah, uh, we already, you already said mine. My first one is Halloween. you got to kick it off with the yeah, movie. you got to watch Halloween. After the, it's... The OG one too. Yeah. Although, if you if you have time to watch Halloween and double feature with Halloween 2018, definitely yes, do it. Because they they it's a perfect sequel to that movie. It really is. <laughs> like, ugh, it it's it made my heart so happy because you know this week we could have been watching I know. Halloween Kills. I know. It was perfect. If we had fucking been as good as the rest of the world. <laughs> And it's been so well true. out of Corona right now. We could have been watching Halloween Kills this week. Did you hear the rumor that uh, they wanted to put the new James Bond movie to streaming service, but the price was six hundred million? I yeah, I saw that, but I also like I never saw a reputable source repeating it. It was just a bunch of like, it was just a bunch of hearsay. Yeah, um, I think it was enough for IGN to pick it up, which was interesting. But yeah. I it's guess the same with like the uh, HBO Max Batfleck rumors. Yeah, those have been bouncing around for a long time, though. Yeah, but all these people are like, confirm, 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 but it hasn't been like Variety or THR. It was that, and then um, apparently Pattinson is a dick and end fat. That's yeah. the big rumors right now. But those are, again, just those same blogs that never yep. report anything that's verified. Yeah, exactly. They're and right. they were reporting that shit. Okay, let's get into this. <laughs> okay, oh, my, I can think on my list. So the Pattinson, like Matt Reeves being upset that Pattinson's not the right size or that he didn't get jacked we saw costume test footage Mm -hmm. in march yeah so he was the size they wanted him to be in march yeah so if you don't understand how movies are made and you're buying this bullshit (laughs) true (laughs) uh yeah it's just clickbait yeah. But it, it's gaining steam, which is so weird. Well, it went away, and then it sort of came back, mm-hmm. and then they sort of like tried to do it about other things. But it's only these outlets that are that were anti this movie from the very start. Yes. They also said that the COVID was a hoax, and they told them to go bulk up for two weeks. Yeah. It's all bullshit. Yeah, exactly. It's 100% bullshit. This it's... is going to be the best movie ever made. <laughs> Don't at me. It was going to almost be Halloween t- uh, release date too I not know. date but air time October 1st it would yeah. be so good but now it comes out on my birthday yep okay so I start mine yeah Halloween has to be the first one you kick it off with yeah it's perfect Halloween. it's generic it's wonderful it's not generic take that back <laughs> sorry it's it's because it's expected to be on the list yeah it's, it's a generic pick sure that's what okay. I meant alright it's a, a fantastic I movie I following where you were going yeah um, and then for me you have to go to Psycho Oh, I love Psycho, yeah. Psycho's fun, and Psycho starts the slasher, like... Yeah. There, so, there are Halloweens, like, I would have made a list of just, like, classic Universal monster mm-hmm. movies. I could... I, that's definitely a way to go, too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. The classic mm-hmm. monsters. But for me, like, I always preach watch Psycho. I love Psycho. Like, uh, Psycho I gave, is so much fun. I gave Kim the first nightmare, so she watched that with Joe, her oldest daughter, who's getting into these movies. Good. I know, and I was like, well, we got to start classic nightmare. Here, borrow this. Um, and then I also gave her Psycho. Because, like, going forward, like, you need to watch one movie, mm-hmm. watch Psycho, watch the birth of it all, mm-hmm. and then go forward with this knowledge that, like, okay, this is where it was started. Yeah. And you get to just, I feel like you appreciate these other slasher movies so much more. Oh, yeah. 
you got to go back to the it's sort of like i always talk about how the who and led zeppelin are these two bands that mm -hmm. were like one would branch off and be what punk was and what would branch off and be like what heavy metal was yeah it's true yeah oh yeah psycho's fun i own the she has it right now but i own like the blu-ray like re-released digitally enhanced yeah no i've got a cool uh hitchcock collection i've got a blu-ray of psycho in that mm -hmm. um and then i guess at this point like if i'm actually doing like a roller coaster ride mm -hmm. um it needs to go i need to pick them back up before i give them the one i had next the real shit so i'd pick them back probably back up with i almost want to give him a jason just because he's a classic character oh my god uh Hmm. Which Jason? No, I'm excited to. I'm exactly. Excited to, to, I think it would have to be the this. first ho hockey mask appearance. Part three. Yeah. Part three is the worst one. <laughs> he brings the hockey mask, but yeah. Part four. Yeah, we'll go four. So anybody we'll compromise. Anybody who like wants to get into Friday the Thirteenth, but you don't have a lot of time. Part four is the quintessential Friday the Thirteenth. It's called the final chapter, but there are twelve. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't even gone to New York yet. <laughs> That's that one's pretty bad but also pretty good for the scene of him kicking the jukebox yes then. yes <laughs> it's Just... also kane hotter who is like the prime jason yeah but part four it's like it's not camp counselors really it's a bunch of kids renting a house mm -hmm. for the weekend but it is everything you want from friday the 13th is yep. in friday the 13th part four it's a pretty good story the deaths are pretty good it's got crispin glover in it yep Dancing. Yep. One of the craziest things you'll ever see in your life. Uh, part five, we don't count because Jason's not in it. It's a copycat killer named Roy. Yep. Uh, part six, I really love as well. I think four and six are the prime Friday the 13th. Yes. Six is the one where he actually comes back from the dead. Yes. And he is zombie Jason. That's, what is that, Jason Goes to Hell or whatever? No, that this is uh, Jason Lives. Jason Lives. Uh, Jason Goes to Hell is part nine. They're insane. They, I will say, they 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 lean into the silliness and they pull no punches. Yeah, well, six is basically a comedy. Yeah. And there's like no nudity in it. Mm. And they kind of lean back, like it's got obviously violence in it, but they kind of lean back Sounds from like the a violence. PG thirteen. It's almost a PG thirteen, like it's an R. That's but... interesting, a PG thirteen Jason. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and so okay, we'll settle for four because I feel like you just have to get like the classics in. Yeah, well, and four is like such a sweet entry point because it starts with like Jason's body in the morgue and he mm -hmm. wakes up and yeah. he kills like the morgue attendants and he goes back to the campgrounds and mm -hmm. then you sort of get the backstory but you don't really need it. No, you're fine. Yeah. Um, and then I probably, it, it's so tough because it's such a long movie but The Shining is such a great oh yeah creepy movie. Yeah, The Shining is spectacular. It's and a great movie. It, if you're wanting like that creepy Halloween vibe like the colors are all very fall too except mm -hmm. for when it snows but mm -hmm. You get like the big, the fall colors in the beginning. Yeah, I love to watch The Shining during winter time. Yes, it, it's a very cozy movie, but it's also what makes it terrifying. Yeah. Is that you're you're you feel this closeness that they all are just in, mm -hmm. and also all inside a giant hotel. Yeah, um, you get like one of those famous scenes with Danny riding his tricycle and comes across the ghost girls. Yeah, I feel like we didn't talk about Psycho enough. You want to go back to Psycho? You, do you <laughs> want to go back to Psycho? Well, so Psycho. <laughs> I'm down. I love Psycho's Psycho. a brilliant fucking movie, and it's so fucking interesting because, like, the context of it in, like, film history, mm -hmm. he made this movie after North by Northwest, which was, like, a big blockbuster of the time. So if you imagine, like, Christopher Nolan made Inception. Yeah. And then, like, after that, he was like, I'm going to make, like, a super low-budget, black-and-white, like, super fucked-up horror movie uh -huh. that, like, breaks all these social taboos. Yes. Like, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. No, it was extremely groundbreaking. It starts... And there's shit in that movie that, like, nobody had ever seen a to toilet been flushed on screen before in yep. a movie. I'm pretty it sure simply her, wasn't done. her in the shower was risque. Or it opens with her having non, like, extramarital sex with this dude. Yeah. Who they don't even have a real relationship. No, they're just banging. They're just banging. They're just banging it out. And that's shit that, like, this was 1960. Yeah, he broke a lot of ground with it's, Psycho. Yeah. You also deal with, basically, on-screen, like, Crossdresser. Yeah, like 100%. Who, yeah, it, it's the villain, but whatever, at that yeah. point. I mean, the fact that we've never really seen somebody do that to and, that extent. And Anthony Perkins gives an amazing performance. Yes. That um, kind of fucked up the rest of his career, because he never really got to do anything. He never bounced than, back. Yeah. Um, and you know what? It's, this is going to sound crazy, but I recommend, if you haven't seen it, to go watch Psycho 2. Oh, wow. Shit, that is crazy. Because it is, like, I, cause I remember watching it, like, there's a Psycho 2? Like, what the fuck? 
Why? But it's pretty good. Like, it's way better than it has any right to be. Hitchcock doesn't direct that, right? No, he was dead. It came out in, like, what? It came out in the 80s. And then don't watch the Vince Vaughn one. No. Don't ever watch the Vince Vaughn one. But do watch Psycho 3 as well, because that movie's crazy. And Anthony Perkins actually directs that, too. Oh, really? That's fun. It's got Jeff Fahey in it. (laughs) Interesting. Okay, so Psycho 2. Psycho 2 is really interesting. I'm going to have to check that out. Just again, if you make sure it is the OG Psycho for the like we talked yeah, about. Do not watch the Gus Van Sant remix. It, it, it was like a shot for it was a scene for scene remake remake, and it just doesn't. It's like why doesn't work because it's Vince Vaughn. You have to like hope that Vince Vaughn gives a better performance than Anthony Bourdain, basically. Anthony Perkins or Perkins, I mean, not Anthony Bourdain. No. For, yeah. He's not in Psycho. He is not in Psycho. <laughs> not anywhere close. Rest in power, King. Yeah. Rip. Um, yeah, so you have to basically hope that Vince Vaughn gives a better performance, which is no offense to Vince Vaughn, yeah. doesn't happen. And everybody in that movie gives a worse performance, with with the exception, I will say, is uh, Viggo Mortensen. <laughs> oh, Viggo. Who plays the uh, like the the dude that she's having an affair with? Yeah. He gives like a much more nuanced. He just seems like a much scummier. Yeah. Different kind of guy. True. So yeah, don't watch that. But original Psycho is. Yeah. Also, interestingly, that character. That she's having an affair with. His name is Sam Loomis, and that is who Doctor Loomis is named after. In oh, Halloween. interesting! Mm-hmm. Look at that. So and that's Jamie together. Lee Curtis's mom. Yeah, Janet, that's Janet right. In Psycho. See, this is, makes my Halloween Psycho. That makes it fun. Yeah. That makes it more fun. I'm really excited about that now. Yeah. Um, we'll give you credit that you did that on purpose. Thank you. Yeah. Because I totally forgot. I knew that. <laughs> I just forgot it. Right. That's what I tell myself. Um, okay, where was I? So so far, I've sent you down the role of Halloween. We're going to Psycho. I want to say The Shining. You just got to make sure you're awake. Well, it's Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, the Friday Shining. the 13th. Shining. And then I think I'm just going to bring us back with Scream. The first Scream, I watched it again for, like, the first time in a long time. Yeah. It is such a great movie. Yeah, and bookending Halloween with Scream is pretty good, too. Yeah, exactly. And I like that it, it's a... it. I told you it was, like, a fan film to horror that mm-hmm. literally saved horror. It did save horror. Horror was in the fucking ghetto in 1996. It was rough. When Scream came out, horror was done. So. We had Leprechaun out there. It was all direct-to-video, like, mm-hmm. trash. Um, and it's just so, like, fun to see. There's so many callbacks to, like, Halloween especially, but... It's got a lot of energy. It's the best movie Wes Craven ever directed. Yep, I can see that. I can see that, like, take not being crazy at all. Yeah. I, I think I agree with that. Don't watch the other Screams. No. Not I've ever. got maybe some hope for Scream 5. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll see what happens when we'll it comes out. We'll see what out. happens. But, yeah, the first Scream's just so fun. Uh, and I think that's a nice way to like you know, close it all out. Yeah. The Shining's the one I'm like the most iffy on because it's so long and it takes so long. It takes a while to build. It's a slow burn. Yeah, but it's so good. So if I had to sub out The Shining, mm-hmm. that's where I'm right thinking of right now. Oh, let's do a runner-up. I like that. Hmm? Let's do a runner-up. I'll do one too. Okay. Oh my God. Then you go because I need to think. Do you need to think? I do. So my runner-up would be this movie called House of the Devil. Ooh. Um, it came out. I want to say in 2010. Um, it's a real slow burn, but it's such a good, like, suspense. It's, it's kind of set in the early 80s. Um, and it's, God, what is the guy's name? It was written and directed by the same guy who did The Innkeepers, which is another Mm. great ghost movie about kids working in a haunted hotel. Um, but it's about a girl, um, who gets a job house sitting because she's trying to make money because she just gets, like, she needs a down payment for an apartment Mm -hmm. and she's in college and she gets a job. It's supposed to be baby a babysitter job. It's supposed to be babysitting. And she gets there, and it's like instantly sketched because they're like, actually, it's for my elderly mom. You're not really gonna see her. We just need somebody in the house in case anything happens. Sorry, we misled you, but you know. And she's like, chill, chill, chill. Um, so they go, and it's her alone in the house. And you know, there's this other person in the house, but you don't really know what's going on. And then things just start building, escalating. And it's so well shot, and like the music is great, and the tension is great. It's super fun. It's a super fun, fun watch. Make some popcorn, turn the lights off. Go with that. Yeah. Is that that's not the movie where uh, the call came from inside the house? No. That is what is that? Scream. No, no, no. no. Where they, like they trace the call, and it's like it's in the house with you, and that's oh, the, that's the peak. They did that. There's so they made a movie. What was it? What movie was that? Like with, that's the climax build with Carol Kane. Uh, but it's based on an urban legend, yeah. basically. Um, and then that's also an element of uh, Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. No. 
The interesting thing about Black Christmas is uh, written and directed by the same guy who wrote and directed A Christmas Story. I love that. <laughs> Let me just go dark. Yeah, we did that first. Oh damn! This was in the early '70s. It's almost like a proto slasher as well. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. I'm spacing on the name, which I feel bad. But the Kurt Russell movie, uh, where somebody's possessed, and you don't know what it is. Who it is? Is that that's not the Kurt Russell movie where somebody's possessed? Not possessed, but like they're—they've been like an alien took over their body and they're trying. Oh, the to... thing. The thing. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, the, the thing is thing. a great horror Halloween movie as well. This thing is super fun. It's one of the best horror movies ever made. And I my think the... like list of best horror movies would be different than my Halloween list. That's fair. But I think the thing would be fun right now if you want to. It's also kind of a slow burn, but with the uh, popularity of Among Us, the game, which is essentially the thing. The, the game. thing is spectacular. If you haven't watched the thing. You know, it's a juicy one, mm-hmm. so maybe don't eat while you're watching it. <laughs> exactly. But it it's that essential, like, who is... Yeah, who can I trust? Mm-hmm. The effects are fantastic. Kurt Russell's in the best hat you've ever seen. <laughs> Truth. Kurt Russell's just fucking banging it out with John Carpenter, man. Oh, those, yeah. They're, like, the perfect one too much. Like, you fucking... told me about, like, John Carpenter potentially getting a Batman. I'm like... It'd be Kurt Russell. It would be Kurt Russell. And I like had like I, I had a about few moments of sadness because I, I literally, as you said, like I said it. I'm like he would basically do a Snake Plissken, but it'd be a little bit different. Especially if he did the music too. If mm-hmm. Carpenter did the music, I don't doubt. But it's fine. Uh, yes, and again with the popularity of the game Among Us right now, mm-hmm. it's kind of a nice little like cultural tie-in. Yeah. So uh, you probably want to play Among Us afterwards. The thing is so fucking good. I mm-hmm. love the thing. Like, yep, that is my favorite. Uh, yeah, uh, trigger warning, uh, some puppers get hurt. Yeah, that happens in a lot of these movies. Yeah, I don't like it. Me neither. Don't care for it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not it's not a good one. Uh, if you want, like, a vampire one besides uh, Blade 2. Fright Night. Fright Night is so much fun. I will recommend Fright Night. I showed Zach and Jamie Fright Night yep. for the first time a few weeks ago. Fright Night's fun. Um, a little cheesier one would be, like, what is it, 30 Days a Night? Okay, that's a good one. Lost yeah. Boys. Lost Boys. I think 30 Days a Night is that perfect background. You don't have to pay attention to it. It's a good palate cleanser. You get some food, get some drinks. Yeah. But you have something good and like spooky in the background. Yeah. Uh, I definitely recommend Lost Boys. That's a that's a good one. A Joel Schumacher classic. Yes. You get in. You get an introduction to a lot of actors. Uh, I would also recommend Vamp, which is kind of Fright Night esque, is sort of like a teen. Horror. It's about guys uh, yes. who are trying to get strippers for a frat party, and mm-hmm. they go to the strip club, and it turns out to be a strip club that's all vampires. Speaking of something, yeah, that's um, speak along that line. What From is- Dust Till Dawn. From Dust Till Dawn. Yes, absolutely, sir. That is a great one. That mm-hmm. takes a left turn real fucking hard. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's so much fun for it. Um, Might as well watch the original Dracula. Uh, yes, if we want to go Bela OGs, Lugosi. give me your OGs. Give me OGs? the ones that start everything oh, okay um, somebody wants to take a history trip so i would recommend uh cabinet of dr caligari okay a 1922 german silent expressionist damn film. you came out swinging it's the very first <laughs> twist ending oh um and it's it's a really cool weird movie um nosferatu which is the first adaptation of dracula yep but they famous. couldn't get the rights yep. so they changed all the names and it's just the same story mm-hmm. um it's got the super long nails but then I would kick it to obviously like the original Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Mm. Um, Dracula. My favorite is the Wolfman, just because you know I like wolves. Exactly, some old wolfy boys. Uh huh. Um, one of the other run- or runners up for my list would be the Howling for sure. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. The Howling and American Werewolf are like. Yes, those are fun. Yeah. See, like, yeah, because there's an entire like watching. It on Halloween like we have Psycho so you're watching mm-hmm. slashers be born but it's fun to like watch like monster movies and vampire movies get born yeah I like I, I'm someone who generally prefers like monster movies to slashers like I like yeah. slashers I like the tropes of slashers slashers are fun you can have fun with them but there's so many terrible ones yeah that's the thing like there's nothing <laughs> more sad than a terrible slasher yeah unless it's like terrible to the point of like comedy genius yeah like there's this movie called Pieces <laughs> Jesus what was it <laughs> Quick segue. Uh, Go watch Pieces. <laughs> what is um? What is it, Evil Dead? Yeah. Yeah, that's another fun one. I recommend Evil Dead too. Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect blend of horror and comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, John, was it uh, John and Dale versus Evil? 
Did you ever watch that one? Yeah, I've seen that. It's it's, it's fun. It's a good little like horror comedy because it's people. It's a slash movie by accident. Mm-hmm. These guys are just being nice hillbillies, yeah. and they keep accidentally killing <laughs> teens, teens in like stereotypical ways. Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. We just watched. It's a fantastic one. Yep, it's another love story to all scary movies. Yeah, it's just a perfect like deconstructed horror movie. It's yep. Very wonder- fun. Spo- it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, very fun twist and why it's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Goddard. Who's that? He wrote, co-wrote it with Joss Whedon and oh, directed yeah. it. He was uh, the sh- original creator and showrunner of Daredevil before he stepped down. Mm. And Josh Whedon, is this where he got his break? No. Joss Whedon like helped him get made. No, no, I mean like Josh Whedon himself. Like this is when his like name launched into like. No, 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 no. This movie got made because Joss Whedon already was a name. Oh, okay. Because he he made his what name his with break? Buffy. That's true. The show Buffy. Well, he did Buffy, and then he kind of faded away, and then he came back. Well, so he did. He wrote the movie, but he was like a, a sitcom writer. Like he wrote on Roseanne and stuff oh, I didn't like know that. that. And he wrote the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and it came out in a sort of like a cult hit. And that's a good Halloween movie too. That movie's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's got Paul Rubens as a vampire. True. Pee Wee Herman himself. <laughs> God. Um, that Christy Swanson. So that movie came out, and it sort of like didn't hit the way it was supposed to, and he was like, well they kind of like didn't do my script right and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And then he created the show Buffy and then he created like angel and then he created like firefly. Oh yeah. Firefly. And that's the guy he was for a while. And then his obvious like big, big break was Avengers. Well, but yeah. He made a movie based on firefly and that was the first feature he directed. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. He's in... cause I knew it was something before Avengers. Anyways, yeah. No, this is fun. these are a lot of lists. Like all these movies, like if you don't like our list and pick and choose from like what we're just throwing out right now. Yeah. Um, if you've are, never seen ones. the Francis Ford Coppola Bram Stoker's Dracula, that's a fun crazy movie. <laughs> I haven't seen that. That movie's great. It's wild, but it's it's super fun and it's really interesting because Coppola is a fucking maniac, and he had this whole conceit where he was like, I only want to do effects that would have been possible when the book was written. <laughs> What? That's so fun. it's all like opticals and crazy practical effects and stuff like that. There's no hmm. CG in it. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, if you want a, um, a good, cheesy, in the background, fun movie that is somewhat spoopy, uh, The Mummy. Brendan yeah, Fraser. the Brendan Fraser Mummy. That's a classic, but yeah. like, I feel like it's not appreciated enough. There's a whole like 90s run of them re-marching out the uh, classic Universal Monsters. Yeah. And I count the Brendan Fraser Mummy oh, well, you have to. as part of that. Uh, Wolf with Jack Nicholson and James Spader is a movie mm-hmm. I love. Uh, the Francis Ford Coppola Dracula, the Kenneth Branagh Frankenstein, <laughs> where Robert De Niro plays the monster. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they Hollow Man. Oh Jesus Christ! Just watch the Invisible Man. Just skip Hollow Man. Go to the Invisible Man that just came out. It's yeah. new, but it's the great. Invisible Man does Hollow Man better. Yes. Uh, watch the Invisible Man. It's it's really really good. really good. And I'm uh, really looking forward to seeing what Blumhouse does next with these classic monsters. They're killing it. They're yeah. giving me hope. Like yeah. I love the Invisible Man. He's like my favorite because I love the idea. Is is he there? Mm-hmm. And the way the Invisible Man changes like the camera perspective and frames a shot differently to make you think someone's mm-hmm. in the scene. It's great. I'm really excited to see. They got Karin Kusama to do uh, Dracula, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy who what is his name? Um, Lee Winnell who directed Invisible Man is now doing the Wolfman for them. Oh, that's fun. I have a lot of hope. Which I'm really excited to see. I think we're going to see a new like rebirth of horror. I wonder if we'll look back at the Invisible Man as kind of like that kickoff like we did Scream. I think we're in the middle of it. I think it started a few years ago. I think it crashed hard again after Scream. Well, yeah, after Scream you had this whole fucking like a solid decade of movies trying to be Scream. Oh, God. It became bad. (laughs) And then it was like remakes of movies from the 60s like... uh, the haunting yeah and we've had a lot of spooky ghost stories and stuff like that uh and then you had like paranormal activity started that and then it oh, was yeah. that for a while like paranormal activity's of, fun That's yeah a That's... like i think blair witch project and then yeah but paranormal activity made it happen hard i like the first three paranormal activity movies i think they're fine first one's my favorite um it has that charm of they're like yeah we like we get 300 dollars for equipment the third one of those is my favorite really because it's all about the tricks yeah. You know what I mean? So, the third one just has the best tricks. Yeah. It's all about camera tricks. And yeah. that's The first one's charming because, like, they were very blunt with, like, yeah. we paid these actors, like, 500 bucks. Yeah. Like, we had, like, $3,000 to make this movie. Like, they're very blunt with that. And it, it's fun. The third one has that bit with a camera on the oscillating fan. Yes. That is fun. And the sheet that drops. Mm-hmm. That's great. It also has one of my favorite uh, reactions 
in a movie of all time. I'm really charmed by um, parts in movies where people react like you would in real life. That's... So, like, there's a part in The Thing when somebody's head detaches itself from the body, grows spider legs, and starts to crawl away. And then it cuts to the group of guys, and one of them turns and sees this happening, and he goes, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> Which is fair. <laughs> it's like, that's great. <laughs> so there's a part at the end of Paranormal Activity 3 where the dad, they go to the grandma's house, and then it turns out that she's a witch, and there's mm-hmm. all this witch stuff going on. And the dad's got the camera for light, because you got to explain, like, why are they filming? Why do they have a camera? Yeah. yeah. And he's trying to get through the house, and he opens a door, and it's a bunch of people standing in a circle in black yes. robes. And he goes, up oh, and closes the door again. <laughs> I forgot about that. And I was like, that's fucking genius. <laughs> I forgot about that. Parallel activities, man, I completely kind of spaced on them. Yeah, the first three. I think they're they're trying to bring it back. They're doing another one. Yeah, whatever. There's some ghost stuff. Um, and if you did want to say, if you want to keep saying modern, the remake of It is fantastic. Yeah, the but first can... one. Yes. Second one's bad. I haven't watched the second one yet. I'm waiting to. I need to. But. Uh, Hereditary. Hereditary. There's a modern one that's fantastic. Yes. The Witch. Mm-hmm. There's a modern one that's fantastic. Those are, if you want to say modern, those are good ones. Yeah. Um, uh, really fun Halloween trash. Uh, <laughs> I would say... And the... <laughs> oh, God. There's a, a movie series called Warlock. Oh, jeez. With Julian Sands. Never even heard of this. Um... It was like a direct-to-video hit in the early 90s. Um, Fantastic. But it's about it's basically Terminator, but instead of a robot, it's a witch that comes from the past. Oh my god. Yeah. So Warlock and Warlock 2, the Armageddon, are fantastic. They're really fun movies. There you go. Uh, Monster Squad. It's basically Goonies versus the Universal Monsters. That's it. It's an 80s movie. It's fantastic. It's got great makeup in it because Stan Winston's in it. Oh, okay. So all the monsters look amazing. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I like it. Don't do CGI monsters anymore, people. Yeah, it's not it's, scary. No, CGI is not scary. It's super lame. It's boring. Um, did you ever watch... Uh, it was a super cheesy, I guess, slash movie that came out in like the mid-2000s. Uh, My Bloody Valentine. Yeah, that's a remake. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I've seen them both. What was the noise? <laughs> you won something, I assume. Oh. I think so. It actually started to remind me of the uh, cell phone from Jurassic Park 3. <laughs> God damn Jurassic Park 3. I, I it, it hurt my feelings, and now I watch it again. I'm like, I know what it is, and it's whatever. I just get to see Sam Neill again. Yeah. And that's Jurassic Park 3. Well, now he's going to be in the new one. <gasps> the entire cast, my heart, man. Like, the entire first, like, Jurassic Park's all in it. I'm like, yes. Yeah, I guess I'll see it. That's literally the only reason I'm going to see it. <laughs> because they're all back. I'll wait to, I'll wait to video. <laughs> the second Jurassic World, I we stopped halfway through. I prefer the second Jurassic World to the first Jurassic World. Really? Yeah. First it's Jurassic just fucking has, crazy. The first Jurassic World has the very famous scene of the guy still holding the uh, margarita cups and running away. I hate the first Jurassic World. I think that movie felt so cynical to me. And mm. it was so... And the number of times there's like a panning shot over the park with the Jurassic Park music playing. I was like, fuck you. Yeah. They're trying to make us feel better. But Jurassic World, I think, is better... Or Jurassic World 2, I think, is better directed. Mm. It's got fun, weird moments in it. Hmm. We'll give it another shot. I'm a sucker for the Jurassic Park. I love the opening scene Which with the uh, the guys trying to get the uh, job. They're, like, they're trying to retrieve something from the lake and there's the fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Jurassic Park's have such a... You can even swing that. It's spooky, dinosaur scary movie. Yeah, especially the end of Jurassic World 2 is a haunted house movie. True. <laughs> but um, the, haunted, well, the house is haunted by a super raptor. Yeah. Exactly, and then uh, if you, I just watched the original Jurassic Park because then you get the fun like almost the end of that movie is them in the kitchen, which is almost a very stereotypical like I love slasher Park. movie thing. So Jurassic Park one, watch that. That's fun. Yeah, you get a monster movie, you get some themes of slasher, it's whatever. Oh, I love Jurassic Park. This was a fun list. Okay, but when we end this episode, which I guess will be now, we're gonna each <laughs> give our list so that way people can, you know, actually remember them. Yeah. Because we gave them so long ago. So give me your give me your top five again. Alright, so my Halloween list was Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun. It was The Exorcist. Yep. It was Changeling. Yep. It was Blade 2. Oh, Blade 2. Another fun one. Roller coaster. And it was Candyman. Candyman to wrap it up. So keep that down. That's the list I advise. Mine is very off the top of my head. Plus, you just know horror movies mm-hmm. way better than I do. So I advise going by Jackson's list. 
My list is fine. My my list is my list ha- is fine. My list is fine. <laughs> it's Halloween, which is a classic, but yeah. we've already stated that earlier. Oh yeah, no Halloween and Trick or Treat were my defaults that weren't part of the list because it was too easy. It's too easy, and definitely uh, watch those movies. Though. Oh yeah, like they have to, you just have to. Uh, Halloween, you get Psycho, which is fun because you get to see where Halloween came from, you get to see where the slasher started, and then mm-hmm. he carries you into your list has this really cool lineage of Psycho, Halloween, and Scream. Yes. Yeah. I well. I really like a good slasher. Again, a bad slasher depresses me. Well, because they can be so boring. Yes, and, and like you're watching so people die made. with no payoff. They, yeah, it can be like such a trudge to get through. Because you're just literally watching... Like the first few Friday the 13th. Yeah. They they. It's interesting that they just kept... It's like they were building something. They well, just they just kept, kept money. Yeah. It's con- they just kept making money. Yeah. There's no work to it. Yeah. They were just like, oh, another one. Whatever. It's the DJ Khaled of horror movies. Um, yeah, I think that's my next one too, huh? It goes from uh, I go Halloween, Psycho, and we decide on Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Part Four. You get to see Jason. You can watch Part Four or Part Six. They're both fun. Yep. You get to see the hockey mask. You see generic what Jason is. Yeah, what Jason does. Jason doing Jason, y'all. Jason doing Jason. Um, I'll also throw out that Freddy versus Jason is that delightful. Was fun. Yeah. I That's like Freddy vs. Jason. That'll give you a little bit of both. So if you don't have time to fit either one into your... <laughs> True. Yeah. Watch Freddy vs. Jason. And it does them both, like, fair, a fair amount of justice. Like, neither one of them is really screwed over. And if you look at what that movie could have been, like, the ten years of false starts they had and scripts they wrote, it's yes. definitely the best version of it. Oh, yes. Without a doubt. And it just leans into the ridiculousness of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's fun. Yeah, Freddy vs. Jason's a good one, too. I'm bummed out they never got to make a sequ- like a follow-up. I know. He that winked. movie made money. Yeah, and winked at the end. Yeah, and it was all rights issues. Because mm. they were they were all they came this close to making Freddy vs. Jason vs. Ash. <sighs> there was a whole bunch of, like, who are they going to throw in next? Yeah. That was a weird time. Well, there was, like, a ending that they wrote that they couldn't get the rights to where they ended up in hell and they started fighting again. Oh and then God. Pinhead shows up and he's like, gentlemen. <laughs> that would have been fun. What's all the commotion? <laughs> Yeah, uh, Pinhead. Oh, fucking Hellraiser. Yeah, we didn't... Throw Hellraiser into your... Yeah, we didn't throw Hellraiser around. There's one, finally, where the first one is the best one, and you don't need to watch any of the sequels. No, don't, God, no. Jesus. Hellraiser 3 is, like, campy fun. Yeah. But, uh, even then. Yeah, Hellraiser's a good one. Um, we never talked about the Saws. I don't care for the Saw movies. They're fine. If you're gonna watch a Saw, watch Saw 2. It's a little more exciting. There's a little more things going on. It's where we finally get, like, fun traps. Saw 1 is just the intense... It's got Carrie Elwes in it. Yeah. Yeah, Saw 1's just like you're trapped in a room with a dude and one of you can leave. And that's it. Saw can never, like, pin down its icon. No. It was both, like, the dude in the pig mask, but also Billy the Puppet. Yeah. It's like, no, you pick one of those. And I think, one, yeah, one it thing. defaulted to Billy the Puppet. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, okay, so then my list goes to, at this point, it's either The Shining or The Thing. Both are kind of slow burns, but it kind of depends what you want. Do you want more, like, Alien, or do you want, like, somebody who's losing their mind slowly? The Thing is so good. Well, there's also ghosts. There's Stone Cold Ghosts. Yeah, there's Stone the Cold Ghosts in The Shining. So probably Shining's a little more exciting. You get to see Jack Nicholson give one hell of a fucking performance. Nicholson's great. Uh, you can see the wife give one of the worst performances I've ever seen. My mom, ever. I was I, I was at I visited my mom yesterday, and we were talking about The Shining, and she just started dunking on Shelley Duvall because she was like, "Oh, they put her in so many movies, and I never knew why." Shelley Duvall like, oh, gives fuck. one of the weirdest performances I've ever seen in any movie ever. But it's sad too because you read about how like Stanley Kubrick was so mean to her. <laughs> yeah, it, and then you were telling me that shit, and I'm like, it kind of shows. Like she just looks like she was always crying. Mm-hmm. Like, non-stop crying. And she probably was. Yep. Um, but she also runs really weird with that knife, so I can't forget her. <laughs> My husband's gone crazy. Over. <laughs> Over. So, yeah, you get, you get to see Shelley Duvall do that thing. Um, but it's Jack Nicholson hammers that movie home. So, yeah, I advise The Shining. And then we wrap it up with Scream. It's perfect. It's 90s, which was amazing to see something like this quote quality come out in the 90s. It's just super fun. Yep. The opening scene is the, like, peak of all opening scenes for any slasher movie ever made. It is... It's sublime. It's it's, it's, al- it's almost its own movie. Yeah. Like, you get done with the opening scene of Scream, and you're like, wow, I've gone on a roller coaster ride already. Mm-hmm. Had ups, I've had downs, I've been up again. Yeah. It's yeah. fucking insane. Super fun. Yeah. And it's, like, such a fun time capsule. Because yes. that, like, mid to late 90s period, the technology is so specific. Yes. Like, she's about to watch a VHS, and the TV's got that blue screen on it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck, That's remember right. that? <laughs> Yeah, Scream is the best way to wrap it up. It's fun. It brights. It brings your mood back up for whatever you want to do next. Mm-hmm. Um, that's both really good lists. 
I'm happy with this. Yeah, so. we have a lot to be proud of. <laughs> this is a fun episode. It kind of just hit me out of nowhere. It was fun for us. <laughs> Truth. We'll see. What if it just sucks? <laughs> People are like, these fucking guys won't stop. Why are you listening to this? <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully you enjoy this on your, if you uh, do a corn teeny Halloweeny. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Halloween. I don't think I've ever absorbed that. I've ever said. That I'm pretty happy with it. You should be. Yeah, I feel good. Trademark. <laughs> Trademark pending. So, all right. Anything else? Any other uh, Farfetch? Last movie you want to give some love to? You know what's streaming for free on a oh yes Shutter right now is this movie Bad Moon. Bad Moon. And it was directed by Eric Red, who did like The Hitcher and Body Parts, which is another classic. Interesting. Uh, and it is about a family that is protected from a werewolf by their German shepherd. Aww. <laughs> oh no, that'd be too tense for me. I'd be worried it's, about the dog. It's the super time. fun. Entire <laughs> time I'm worried about the dog. Yeah, you sh- as you should be. I'm always worried about every dog. And it's got a decent werewolf in it, and it's just, like, it's a quick, fun one. A little fun one. But yeah. Uh, oh, if you want a quick one, super quick, uh, Babysitter on Netflix. I have not watched the sequel yet, but Babysitter is <laughs> dumb. Rough. Is it? It's not good. Damn it. I was excited about it, because I also think the Babysitter is fun. Babysitter is, like, I think it's under an hour, which is, like, It's bomb. not under an hour. I think it's close. It's like an hour and 20. <laughs> it's, it's very short. They have to be feature length, or they can't So it's sell above an hour. Movies. It's yeah. roughly, like... It has to be, like, over an hour... Yeah. It's quick. You can watch it fast. Um, and it's just dumb fun. Yeah. Uh, and it's great. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good one. Okay. I feel good. Give some love for that one. All right. Well, goodbye, everybody. Bye.